From the heart of the UK to the rest of the world, celebrating 50 years of the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. It began in 1970 as the Loser Kid Pinball Newspaper with the audio show distributed on reel-to-reel tape. Now, 50 years on from that very first recording. Excuse me, no, it's 50 shows. Huh? 50 shows, not 50 years. 50 shows? Yep, f- just 50 shows. Oh God, 50 shows? That's nothing. What you gonna do? Oh. Okay. Hey Scott, hi Joshua. This is Mark Silk, Loser Kid Pinball Podcast fan here. I'm a voice actor for films and games and cartoons, and in Pinball, I play a bunch of characters in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm very proud to say I'm the voice of Splinter. Choose your turtle. Bebop and Rocksteady, Baxter, and a bunch of others. So there's a Pinball connection. I just wanted to say thank you for the show. You've really helped us all get through this apocalypse. I love the Loser Kid podcast. I treasure our transatlantic chats. The moment I can safely get on a plane and fly to the States, I'm there. Congratulations on 50 years no. of the Loser Kid Pinball podcast. 50 shows. Oh God, yeah, 50 shows. It's nothing. It's just 50 shows. Okay, congratulations on 50 shows. Here's to the next 10. <laughs> See you, bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. This is episode number 50, and that was awesome. <laughs> okay, Mark, Mark is hilarious. By the way, talking to Mark, it makes me realize how actually unfunny and not entertaining I am in comparison. So it's always fun talking to him. It, it's so amazing. Oh, yes. I totally agree. So, yeah. no, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, I don't know exactly what kind of uh, what kind of mechanisms go through his brain to actually come up with all this stuff, but it, it's uh, it's a gift, and I, I I don't know. I'm in awe. So we love having Mark as a friend, and we'd like to welcome you to our 50th show. It's been kind of a, a crazy ride. We've really loved it, but it's uh, I I don't know. I, I'm glad that we're offering something that at least can provide some people entertainment and. I feel that this has been an escape for me during this, especially this year when it's been so strange. And we hope that it's been some sort of escape for you as well. Uh, as uh, I, I don't really consider you listeners. I consider you guys friends because most of the people that I've met in pinball, I have actually kind of met through the podcast and we've been able to develop some really good relationships. And uh, I can't do this all without Josh uh, actually having the dream to do a pinball podcast and inviting me to take a ride with him. Well, and what's funny is I want Mark to set the tone. Like, I know it's only 50 episodes. It's two years. I know there's like final round with Martin and and Teola sleeping around longer. And and Mark's done tons and tons of stuff. But I wanted to celebrate kind of what we had done in this last couple of years because I, I, I don't know. It's just fun, right? Yeah, this has been just such a, a fun way of experiencing pinball in really a different way in that I, I feel that I was always talking with you and other friends about pinball. However, this is a little organized way. And through this, uh, this journey, this uh, whatever we're doing, we've been able to have some really good conversations with uh, people who are influential in the pinball market to be able to develop games, bring them forth and uh, visionaries who have actually helped propel things going forward. So it, it feels like I've been able to uh, um, 
be a super fanboy to get in and be able to talk to all these people that I feel like I have a much deeper understanding than I did when I first got into pinball, you know, five, six years ago. I totally agree. And we'll talk more about them here in a little bit. Let's hurry and cover our friends in the podcast uh, because these are the people we've met along the way. And we've just said, hey, we want to help you out. You guys support us. We want to support you. So, Scott, do you mind reading those off for us? Yeah, first and foremost, uh, flipping out pinball. Uh, if you are looking for a new machine for the holiday season or any sort of uh, additions to your uh, pinball machines, uh, please check out Zach and Nicole at Flipping Out Pinball. I actually just paid for my uh, Avengers Topper and my Avengers Shooter Rod, so I'm super excited to have that come out. Second, if you want to learn how to play those pinball machines, please check out Ray Day Pinball. Uh, Raymond Davidson is currently the number one player in the world and a genuinely nice guy. He is a uh, he basically is this bundle of joy that's playing pinball and it's so much fun to see how much he enjoys it and he really acts like a a giant kid playing these games and it's infectious it makes you want to learn more about it and play uh, my friends a blog the pinball loft go ahead and check it out uh updates it uh updates it when he has something to say but it's always fun to to get someone's personal take on their experience with pinball and uh he does have a recap of his avengers in there also, please check out This Week in Pinball. If you're looking for those quick updates on what has happened all around pinball, please check out Jeff Patterson's This Week in Pinball. It's always fun. And right now, there is a contest going on where you can get a super awesome uh, pinball, uh, excuse me, a T-Rex head that will go into your, your Jurassic Park machine. Uh, it's by uh, The Art of Pinball. I, I don't know how to say this guy's name. Is it Lior or Lior? Um, awesome way, job. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I, he's uh, he's not from the United States, but his stuff is so amazing. And if you look at the T-Rex head, it looks like the T-Rex head. It, it's it's a work of art. And so if you want to up your game, go ahead and check out uh, check out that. And also check out his site, too. Um Next, we have uh, pin shades. If you want to uh, play on location, but you're having a hard time with all that glare, go ahead and slap on some pin shades. Uh, they're polarized lenses that help you reduce the glare on the machines, and you can see the ball a little better. Uh, if I don't know if the promo code is still going on, but go ahead and throw it in. See what happens. Uh, loser Kid BFs for Black Friday. You can get yourself a pair of pin shades. Also, uh, Brian Allen Art at Flyland Designs, he just released his alternative trance light to Whitewater, which is a lot of fun. It has a lot of Easter eggs from the Bally Williams games in there. Uh, so it's just a lot of fun to check it out. You can either buy it as a art piece or uh, throw it in your Whitewater machine. And if you're looking for a way of illuminating those frames, uh, excuse me, those trance lights, please go to Lit Frames. Um, Brad Hunter over at Lit Frames, uh, also a great way and a good gift if those uh, pinball spouses are looking for those gifts for the people in the hobby. Please go ahead and check that out. It's a great way of uh, upping your game room. Also, uh, if you're looking for some uh, some other uh, alternative news in pinball, go ahead and check out Pinball Supernova. Uh, pinball Supernova has uh, he supported us, and we cer certainly want to support him too. So there's the recap, uh, Josh. <laughs> now I need to take a break. Awesome. Maybe take a. Uh, <laughs> I was going to take a drink, but I already spilled it all over my uh, my desk. So <laughs> Nice. Well, and in the spirit of episode 50, you know, we've kind of discussed 
there is news out there, obviously, like Led Zeppelin's being floated around. I'm getting Stern's a premium. officially confirmed. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're getting a premium. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> now, we're assuming a lot on that, but it's uh, yes. it just sounds like so much fun. If they're going through their standard, you know, pro premium LE, I, I, I am dialed in on a premium, so I think that will be great. Um, if it ends up being kind of an Elvira or a, a Batman 66, I still think I would be interested in some level. So as soon as we find out more, we will certainly discuss it in depth, but I am definitely getting a Led Zeppelin. Well, I'd hate to talk rumors and stuff because we could go through what has and hasn't been confirmed, but knowing this episode, it probably won't come out until like it'll come out after Stern reveals everything. And then we'll just look silly. So, Hey, well, we know Led Zeppelin's coming and it's a pinball machine. So we are locked. We are uh, lock solid on that one. So, yep. Um, what other news did we want to discuss? Well, uh, okay. I, I have constantly said I will be happy to be loud wrong. So deep root, they are offering their games. They are for sale. And so, um, I never thought we'd get to this point. And so I would like to, uh, one, I want to find out who's going to buy the game. Yes. And I also want to find out when you guys get it. I want to hear your experience with it. Because yes, and we want to play it. <laughs> well, no, a- absolutely. I, I obviously it has been a clumsy rollout to be kind. That yes. being said, if they are making machines, they have made machines, and so uh, it doesn't really matter how you uh, run the race as long as you finish. And if they're able to get things out, then I would love to hear people's experience on it. I agree. So, and if you haven't checked out the pinball profile it, uh, interview with Robert Mueller, Stephen Bowden, and I am so sorry, I can't remember the last person, but it was a wonderful interview. They talked a lot of shop. Please go check it out. Support Teolis in the one of many podcasts that he does on pinball profile. It's, it's an awesome episode. So. Absolutely. And then... Honestly, it's getting Christmas time, so things kind of ramp down this time of year. I know. Well, okay, there's also the Twippies, and so oh, if people yes. want to, uh, hey, we'd love to have your votes, uh, but vote your conscience. If you want to actually throw in something, this is the pre-voting time, so you can go ahead and throw in a vote. Uh, but certainly, vote for somebody. And this is my attitude, even about elections. I really don't care who you vote for. Well, I kind of want you to vote for us, but. Um, it's it's always good to just go and vote your mind. Just see who who is uh, who actually has been able to uh, influence your time and your experience this year in pinball. And so go ahead and uh, go to this week in pinball and go ahead and try to do your pre-voting for the Twippies. And then next month it'll be parred down, I think, to the top five or something. And my other thought process too is is we know that there is a wide variety of podcasts. You kind of listen to what's available. If we're your favorite, awesome. If not, consider us for second or third place. Uh, the, that's how the voting is going to be this year, where you know you can vote your number one, then your number two, and your number three, and then there's an actual point-based system this year. So if you want to throw us a bone, even if it's third place, we're obviously the loser kids. We're fine with third place. So we're used uh, to it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. It would be funny uh, just because people reference Twippies in their clips. I don't want to uh, spoil anything, but we'll talk more about it later. 
<laughs> Absolutely. So I wanted to kind of recap where, I mean, where this even started, you know, um, I don't know what it was. I was loving what head to head was doing. I was super impressed with Zach many on this week in pinball. I mean, just, just that once a week news, more of a discussion between some friends, but originally I didn't know where to go with it. So I did kind of like a pilot episode. If you haven't checked it out is our number one episode, just episode number one. It's not even 10 minutes long. And the funny part is, is I'm like, well, I'm going to send it to people that I feel like are professionals in the industry. If they say it's good, then I'm going to post it. And if they say like, dude, you need, you need to keep on trying then I was just going to trash it. And the two people I could think of was, was head to head. So Ryan and Martin at the time and Zach Manny. And after I sent it to them, they're like, dude, you've got to do this. And I'll let Martin, he sent us a clip along with Jeff. I'll let him kind of tell it. And I say, let's go from there. What do you think, Scott? Absolutely. Hey, Josh, you do have a slight echo. I can hear when you say something. So it's almost like a, a slight delay. So. Gotcha. Um, I think, okay, let me stop the recording for a split second and turn off my monitoring. So. Okay, it looks like the check cleared. They paid us. You ready, Marty? I am absolutely ready. What are the names again? Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. I believe they're from Utah. No, I once stood on the four corners, you know, that famous place in the States. The one state I refused to step on was Utah. I'm like, nope, not touching it. But anyway. As you know, I've been to Utah a couple of times and I have met the Loser Kid guys twice, I believe. Nice. I was in Salt Lake City and I uh, I was like, get me out of here. And uh, (laughs) I guess I could have called them. I was like, no, no, I'm good. But I'm sure they're nice guys. They are. They've been on our show. They did the trivia thing, remember? They did, absolutely. I've been on their show. Have you been on their show? Uh, probably. I've been on so many, It's I, I lose track. I mean... I know. They've done 50 episodes. And I think, really, if I can think about their podcast and the one thing that really stands out that I think is the best thing that they do... They're desperate? They're, no, it's their cap. Oh. The Loser Kid oh, Podcast oh. cap. It's the, yeah. definitely the best thing of the podcast. No doubt. Well, I guess when you're trying to impress people by talking and the best thing you do is something visual, are you missing the mark? Yeah, well, uh, you know, you've got to give them credit where it's due and guys, great merch. Well done. They are the number one podcast for merchandise. No question about that. But I do know that getting to 50 is a significant milestone and it is a lot of effort that's gone into it. Are you talking about shows or age? Because I agree with you on the age part. <laughs> Both. So, you know, 50, it's a bit cute. I get that. But also, I know that at 50 is such a huge milestone. Yeah. Is it downhill from here or what? Can they get better? How's it work? I think you start coasting at about 50. You, you've mm. you've built your audience. You've improve the quality of your podcast you're really at the top of your game you've peaked it's just yeah clear sailing from there just easy anyway let's uh, record the tribute now ready all oh, right okay here we go sorry their names again josh i i think is one of them i can't remember the other one okay just go hey guys all right. yeah okay great cool. okay three two one hey there it's jeff teolis from final round pinball podcast how are you 
It's Martin from the Final Round Pinball Podcast, here to talk all about Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. 50 episodes. That is such an amazing milestone. I mean, you should be really, really proud. Not many podcasts get, I mean, yes, I've done over 300. Marty, you've done over 150. It doesn't matter. The point is 50 is amazing. Okay, 50 episodes, but let's just state the facts. 20 of them have been with Keith Owen. <laughs> That's true. It seems like that. I could be wrong. But the point is, what were you saying, Marty? The, the fact is, the Loser Kid People podcast would not exist without me. That's fact. What? No, yeah, it's true. So you're to blame? I mean, you're to thank? <laughs> no, I won't give full credit. But I remember early days, I think Josh did a pilot episode, sent it to me and said, what do you think? And I listened to it. And it was only like, a, I think, a 10 minute, as I said, like a pilot. And I just went, hang on, there's something here. And I wrote back and said, I really like what you're doing. Go for it. And he did. And you get commission on every piece of their merchandise. You son of a gun. I do. I would not be doing this tribute to Loser Kid without the free merchandise they've given me. And the reach around money, let's be honest. <laughs> but seriously, it's one of the podcasts I do listen to every time I get my notification. I'm like, great. There's my Loser Kid fix. I love how they've grown, they've developed, they've got all the great interviews, sort of taken what we did with Head to Head, all the different personalities in the pinball industry, and, and I love what they do. Gosh, I hate admitting I like another podcast, but darn it, you're right. Loser Kid, congrats on 50. You guys are cool. You're all right in my books, and uh, I know everyone else thinks the same too, so congratulations, really, seriously. Well done, Josh and Scott. You guys are awesome. Scott, we love you. that's his name, Scott. <laughs> we love you guys. Hey Scott and Josh, it's Ryan C here from Australia and I am just messaging in to congratulate you on reaching the massive 5-0. Isn't it amazing that so many people in Pimble uh, has just turned 50 or about to turn 50 this year? Between the awesome interviews that you have both conducted, the very well balanced opinion pieces which I think are some of the best in the industry because they're very well balanced and not reactive because of the cadence of your podcast. Between all of that, I have to say the best thing about your podcast is still your awesome hats. So congratulations, guys. Here's another 50. You know, it's okay. Uh, they're all good friends. I mean, we have met uh, Martin, we've met Jeff, and we've, uh, we've met Ryan through the podcast and really they genuinely are super nice guys, like all of them. And it's it's fun to interact with them a little behind the scenes, especially when something comes out and we're like, hey, did you see this? What do you think about this? And it's really interesting feeling their side of it versus our side. So it's been so nice. And really, everything they do is so entertaining that I, I still feel like I'm trying to catch up and trying to be as entertaining as them. And to even uh, count them as friends and, and colleagues in the hobby I feel very honored and I, I love that we have this interaction and uh, through a common, awesome world of pinball. I totally agree. And, and like Martin said there, you know, he kind of encouraged us to keep going. And that was the one thing that Martin and Zach had both told me. He said, you can do it on your own. It's just that much harder. It's easier to have a co-host to bounce stuff off of. And that's when I reached out to you. I know that we'd met through pinball and I was like, may I'll give him a try and see if he's even up for it. And kind of gave you the vision of what I wanted to do with it. And you're like, sure, let's try, let's try this out. And I was going back through our old episodes. Do you even remember what our second episode, what we talked about? I've, I have no idea. And you know what? The funny thing is 
I actually, okay, this is a confession time. I actually never listened to your pilot. (laughs) So when you said, let's go ahead and do this, I'm like, okay, go ahead. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but let's give it a shot. So uh, I actually probably should go back and see what I was getting myself into, but I decided to try it going in a blind. Well, and I'd encourage everyone if you really want. To, actually, I don't encourage because it's episode one and it's not that great. But, but it's ten minutes long, and I know that a lot of you haven't listened to it because we're getting over, you know, a thousand plus listens per episode, you know, or more. And, and that first episode had like three hundred and fifty. So there you go. We can bump it back up. Bump it up. But um, the, the the episode that I had you on, which is called Introducing Scott, we talked about Angry Birds Pinball Machine. Oh yeah, it was, it was legit. So. Yeah, I, it, it, I do remember that with the with the pop up thing in the uh, ball trough and yeah, yeah, it's it was an idea that like the movie was probably about four years too late. <laughs> Doesn't that feel like forever ago though? It, it totally does, and I totally forgot that uh, there was even going to be a, an Angry Birds pinball machine. So that that's what's <laughs> funny about it. Well, and. Uh, that's right when Munsters had come out. So we're talking about Franchi and his wonderful artwork, which is another friend of the podcast. Shout out to Franchi and Christian. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's kind of funny that it's, it's snowballed from there. I remember episode 31 of This Week in Pinball. I'm not going to lie. The only reason I remember it is because for some odd reason I had it saved in my notes somewhere. But uh, that was the episode that Zach Many had had Christopher Franchi on. And he was like, you guys should start the episode with like, Roop, there it is. Come on, Roop, there it is. (laughs) That's true. I remember that, yeah. And so, uh, I mean, it was just, it was cool. It was cool because the first episode was talking about, I just wanted to be a part of the conversation. Just just join in. Like, I have a knowledge of pinball. I kind of live in the boonies, so I don't get to talk to many people, but I just wanted to be, like, I felt like I had something to add to the conversation that was out there at that point. And so, and and me and you both agreed we wanted to be positive, like, Everyone else was doing their own thing, but I wanted to bring a more positive vibe to what the hobby was doing at that point. So, and it, and look where we are now, I guess, you know? <laughs> yeah. We're the loser kids, but we're also the safe ones for your kids. You know it. <laughs> you can listen to us in the car with the kids driving to and from uh, daycare. So, you know, it kind of snowballed after that. We had our friend Jeff Rivera on. We had Dan Newman, also our friend. Uh, Jeff Rivera of the, the Pinball Podcast, if you haven't checked that out. Uh, I highly recommend so. They are they keep bringing episodes back. So, And then, uh, you know, it wasn't until episode 8 till we had our first official industry interview. Who was it that broke our ice? It was Eric Minure. And yes, yes, I can pronounce it right. Yes. And it was, it was an awesome, I remember having so many butterflies going into this interview. Cause I'm like, this is an industry professional. We're taking up his time. You know, Wonka had just released, but we were kind of like, we, we want to talk to Eric cause pirates were still in that teetering of like, are they going to still do it? Or is it, is it, you know, it was one of those things. It was like, I didn't know how we were going to do it. And I was, I was a little starstruck. I'm not going to lie. What, what were your thoughts about it? You know, I wasn't as nervous as you. Uh, I think mainly because I I have an engineering background, and so I felt that I had a lot to talk to Eric about. Um, it uh, it was fun to get his perspective, and considering he's it, he's our age or younger, and that well, okay, he's younger than me. He's r- roughly your age, but it was fun to see what it is like to. Gr- uh, to grow up in the industry in the the second renaissance 
and to see how he's been able to to go through and be able to design his own game and be one of the younger guns but still be able to produce something big it was pretty it was pretty impressive to see what the the new lifeblood can do with the industry so i thought it was a lot of fun it was great talking to him it really was and it was very insightful it was and it was nice cuz eric was very laid back it wasn't like I guess everyone that we've interviewed, there's never been like a, like, you should be grateful that I'm on your podcast. Like, everyone's just been really, really cool. Like, even Mark Silk, like our intro gentleman that we talked about turtles, it was like he was one of us, which I guess he is. Like, no one's above being human, right? But, like, sometimes it's hard to approach a celebrity or someone that's a profession in an industry. And so I've really appreciated everyone's just like, yeah, we'll be on your show. And, and they've just they've taken our questions and done it all in stride. And I and the cool part is too, every question we've asked, I don't think we've had a no. Um, and it's funny because after we did the Eric interview, at the end of it, he sat there for a second. He's like, "I don't think I said anything that I couldn't have said." Uh, ah, we won't worry about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it it actually felt like I. I pulled up to him like at a, a restaurant or just a social thing. And we sat down and it felt like I was talking with, with a friend really, or, or, you know, just in, introducing, Hey, you, we have this common ground and it was a lot of fun to talk to him about all of that. Um, and, and really you're right. Everybody who's come on the show has been so gracious with their time and with everything they've been able to uh, to give us, especially when we were starting out, I mean, Eric really had no idea who we were, and really at that point we didn't know who we were. So it was it was fun to have him on, and just feel like you know what this is something that we could really incorporate into the show because I think people would really like hearing their perspective of things. I agree. Um, we had a crazy. I it's funny because I didn't really think about this until I went back and started writing down stuff. 2019 so eric started us off and then we just we started having interviews come in we episode 12 was our very first time interviewing keith Owen. then 14 was bone karen's 15 was uh martin martin robbins yes uh 16 was josh sharp which we we got to come back to that one really quick episode 18 brad albright man his artwork is amazing and then we had Zach Many on, which is still our most listened to episode out of all of them for some odd reason. Like, I'm not saying Zach, like, I, I'm just kind of shocked that Keith isn't. And, uh, okay, but, and then but Keith, Keith is really is, is up there. It's like Zach and then Keith, yeah. Keith, Keith, Keith. So, yeah. 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 Uh, and then episode 20, Brad Hunter. And I mean, Lit Frames, it was so cool doing the collaborations with Christmas stuff last year with him. It, it just awesome. You know, Brad's an awesome dude. Well, what's funny is you say that, but it actually goes, it goes Zach Many, then number two is Keith, our Laundry Day episode, and then third <laughs> is our Deep Root episode with oh. Dennis and Zach, oh, and man. then it's Keith again, and so, <laughs> but. I, I think that you, episode will haunt me forever for me going off the oh, we, we got to have Robert Mueller on to apologize for your, your chaoticness of that. <laughs> you know what? Okay. In fairness, my take was legit. <laughs> it kind of was like, yeah. So I, I'm again, I'm glad that they've been able to release it, but my criticism was legit. <laughs> so I want to hear you talk about the Josh Sharp episode. I don't know if you guys know this, but we use Zencaster, 
for 95% of the recordings we do. We've done it ever since Jeff Rivera was like, you guys need to use this. It's an awesome program. And we fell in love with it. It's, it's made this whole recording process easier. If you, if you're using Skype, it's a pain in the butt. In my opinion, I was the one setting everything up. Well, Josh Sharp couldn't use Zencaster for some odd reason. It was because he was recording off his phone. It's an Apple phone. Yeah, and he well, okay. He also didn't have an extent uh, external microphone on his computer, and for some reason, his computer yes. wouldn't record. Correct. And so we we went to the fallback, which was Skype, but we hadn't used it for months. And so I pulled it up, and you guys could hear me, but for some odd reason, it was not recording my voice. And so I was just like, you know what? Josh has has dedicated his time right now. Let's just record. And so. We hit the button and went for it. And that's why the episode, it's like just kind of you talking. And you guys are kind of harassing me a little bit throughout the episode. <laughs> like, okay, where's Josh did, at? Didn't you go in and like record some clips and like insert them into it? So it like gave the the, the feeling like you were still participating in the conversation? <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we're giving the behind the scenes right now. But <laughs> yeah. it's like, and but yeah, that was every every 10th question, Josh pipes up. Hey, what about this? <laughs> No, yeah, I guess, yeah. But we've made a lot of awesome friends. Um, I wanted wanted to play – let's play our next clip. And this is kind of some of the people we've met in 2019 and the beginning of 2020. So here we go. What's up, all you loser kids? This is Eric Minier from Jersey Jack Pinball, game designer of Pirates of the Caribbean and Guns N' Roses. Special shout-out to the Loser Kid podcast. Congratulations on your guys' 50th episode. Come a long way since uh, I was around on, what, episode 8? So, thanks for having me. Thanks for a good show. And keep up the great work, guys. Hey, it's Brad Albright. Congratulations on two whole years. Thank you for having me on all that time ago to talk about the Led Zeppelin pin project with Rotor Dave. Man, I was hoping to wear that Loser Kid hat at TPF this year, but looks like maybe we'll have to wait another year or two. I think that'll be all right. In the meantime... Stay safe, play lots of games, and enjoy. Hey, Scott and Josh. This is Brad from Lit Frames. Congrats on the 50th episode. I can't wait to see what you have in store for the next 50. Hey, y'all. It's Lauren Gray from the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Here are some other things turning 50. The Apollo 13 mission, the Ford Pinto, and Matt Damon. By the way, when I Googled that, I felt super old. But Scott, Josh, congratulations on 50 episodes. I wish you another 50 more. I know it's a lot of hard work, but you guys bring such wonderful energy, great content, great guests, and your swag game, hashtag awesome sauce. You guys, heart emojis for everybody. Here's to another 50. Good luck and happy holidays. Oh, hello, it's Elder Macho coming to you from the sunny Florida Keys, baby. Hey, have you heard about Utah's favorite pinball podcast? Well, Macho heard they're celebrating 50 episodes, so that deserves a big Macho Bravo, boys. Oh, I bet all six of your wives are going to be super proud of your accomplishment, but... Macho can't just show up without a gift on this special occasion, baby. Hey, Josh and Scott, remember that rap song I promised you? Well, it ain't happening. Not yet, anyhow. Instead, here's a carrot. Macho's gonna dangle that carrot in front of your 
beautiful, sparkly, pinball dream-filled eyes. And I'm pushing you. Yeah, I'm pushing you to the top. The top of the pinball podcast food chain, baby. We're going to push to episode 100. Then you'll get that prize. Yeah. All right. Hey, you keep spreading the good word. And thanks for keeping Elder Macho entertained with all your great content and interviews while we've been in this crazy COVID boat. Oh, yeah. Hey. You keep up all the great work. Macho loves you. I'm out. And we love you too, Macho. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my one regret at 2020 that never came to fruition is doing karaoke with Lauren Gray in a barbecue joint in Texas. Yeah. No. Hey, you know what? It'll come. It'll come. Hey, actually. Okay. So breaking news. I'm actually scheduled for for the vaccine on Thursday. Ooh, you're going to have to tell us how it goes, man. So, yeah. So I'm all in. I'm actually uh, getting the vaccine. I'm uh, happy to get happy to get it. So. So I love that Macho's like, and I'm going to do the rap at episode 100. Yeah. Oh, come on. That's another two years away, dude. Like, yeah, you know, it's OK. You know, it's the anticipation is part of the fun. Yes. Well, and do you remember that episode? So we had Lauren on our first female guest. Yeah. Uh, and for some odd reason, Macho had just started. I think he was only like two episodes in and we had her listen and she's just laughing because she was listening with her husband there. And he's like, is this the podcast you're going on? She's like, no, no, like it's, <laughs> it's research. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then episode four of macho pinball podcast, you guys should go check it out. It's only like three minutes long. Like he quoted Scott like multiple times about like <laughs> being a sugar rush and like pop soda. I just joke cola. That's what it was. Joke cola. It, just, it was awesome. You know, and so and it's good to hear him start coming back. It's good to have Macho back. Like you know, it you know you have to take a break sometimes. You know, they, he's probably pumping iron and trying to get those lats up. You know it. Yeah. So, but and then like others in there, you know, Eric talking about his first time on our podcast, and, and Brad, both Brads, Hunter and Albright. I mean, we we appreciate everyone that we've made friends with within this time, and those that have taken time to send us clips. I mean, it just thank you guys. Like we really appreciate it. But um. 2020 was kind of crazy, right? Like we were starting off with Lauren and then we just, the more interviews came in. We then had Keith on episode 28. That was our second time. That was laundry day. Um, and just everything felt like it was going right. And then me and you were both planning on going to Texas pinball festival. And then I think we all knew what happened in March and it kind of was like, well, crap, what do we do? You know? And a lot of podcasts had dropped out. If you remember there, there was, but what TPN had happened. Uh, yeah, but uh, there were a lot of podcasts that just kind of called it quits. And then, yeah. then uh, basically kind of got reformed in the, uh, the pinball network. Uh, it kind of shuffled for certainly multiple reasons. I think a lot of people just had a lot of uh, personal things that just uh, needed to take uh, the driver's seat as opposed to pinball. I agree. So, so. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, you know, we met Ken Cromwell and Bill Webb along the way awesome dudes like shout out to ken and getting that job with jersey jack you've you've killed it with the marketing like you're an awesome dude you were always really good to us behind the scenes like you encouraged us to do what we're doing and you just been a you've been a good dude same with bill bill's the more laid back guy and the one that i really miss is slap save like i talked to jason fowler not very often but like we were talking about episode 50 and he's just super humble he's you know he talked about sending a clip, but he, he, he felt like he wasn't relevant in the hobby anymore. I was like, dude, just 
you're cool. Like you are like an OG pinball podcaster. And I know that's weird to say because pod, pinball podcasting has been around for years, but like, did you, did you see Fowler's post just this past week or two? I don't know if he wants us to talk about this, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So him and his co-host raised enough money for project pinball that not only were they able to donate one machine, but they donated two machines to children's hospitals here in America for, uh, you know, for the project pinball stuff. And that's just, that is amazing. That is outstanding to see. And so yes. I just, I find it awesome. Yeah. No, anytime you hear someone who's actually spreading the, the good karma around, it certainly makes you feel better because it, it doesn't get nearly the airtime that the toxicity does. So it's always nice to hear the good stuff. So my biggest question to you, because I know at the first of 2020, one of our favorite episodes, we had a lot of people reach out to us and say, what made us fall in love with you is something that you did, Scott. And it was when you went down and you started fixing cleft palettes as a, as a volunteer thing. Is that something you're going to be able to do again? This I know it was kind of like an every year thing that you were doing. Is that something you're going to be able to do here uh, coming up in 2021 or not so much because so, of COVID restrictions? We were concerned about uh, the the viability of such a trip uh, during 2021 um, because a couple things. All the people who go down on the trips, they they are donating their time and they're paying for it. So in many ways, people are taking a a double um, a double sacrifice. I'm not going to say a double hit because. we have a waiting list of people who want to come because everybody loves coming down and it's such a great feeling and being able to, to do something for no pay, but you, except for the, the pleasure you see on, uh, you know, doing something good, uh, doing the, the, the karma, uh, in the world. Uh, so we were just concerned because people, many people had already taken, you know, COVID has hurt, in many ways, it's hurt people's uh, income. It's hurt people's mental status. It's hurt people's health. It's hurt. so there's so many ways that COVID has affected it, and we felt that it was too many unpredictable factors to commit to such a trip. So we did put the trip on hold this year. I've gone four years, but um, we we plan on resuming. Uh, in another year. And so we just took a year hiatus to let people recharge what they need to, to take care of their, their personal life. And so we can still go back um, and the kids are still there. We're still going to be able to do all this stuff. But uh, again, I don't feel um, the only thing that I get from this is a, a huge, uh, a huge insertion of positive karma. And I feel so lucky to be able to do that that unfortunately we're not going to do it in the next couple of weeks, but with everybody getting uh, hopefully vaccinated this next year, uh, we are uh, all in on uh, 2022 and we'll be able to, to resume those trips. But again, I feel very lucky that in my job, I'm able to do something like this because a lot of people's jobs doesn't have the same opportunities. And so the fact that we can do this, uh, I feel blessed. I totally agree. And, and I'd recommend to anyone listening, I know you, you might not be able to go down and do something like this, but there's plenty of things you can do in your community to help those that are maybe less fortunate, those that may be hurting. Uh, it's a really rough time right now. We're all isolated from each other. 
even just reaching out and saying a message that says hi to someone on on messenger or through your text whatever it may be you know we're all in this together and so that's my recommendation for all this and so as covid hit you know scott and i were kind of jobs were kind of like well you know we're we're trying to figure this out and and with all these podcasts that have kind of have left we stepped up and started doing like one a week there for a little bit uh there in april and in, in beginning of may we had the sharp trifecta which was amazing and then shortly thereafter we we got to interview josh kukler with hot wheels and doug polka with with papa and it was just awesome and so uh roger sharp actually and the fam sent us a clip i'm gonna play that right now for you josh scott it's roger sharp just wanting to wish both of you an incredible congratulations on 50 episodes of loser kid whether or not that should be condolences on having survived 50 episodes i don't know i guess you guys just put yourselves through the torment and torture of coming up with these podcasts on a regular basis but truthfully I I wish you all the best. I mean, if anything, it shouldn't be loser kids. It should be winning kids for having done all that you've done and continue to do. And I'm sure that uh, everybody's going to celebrate this on your behalf, with you, and for you. You guys be good. Keep on flipping. It's all any of us can do as we get through these times. Take care. Scott, Josh. Congratulations on 50 episodes of the Loser Kid podcast. I, uh, the fact that you guys reached out to me asking for a congratulatory message on hitting 50 podcasts, uh, it was a, uh, it fit the name of your podcast, guys. You need to have someone else do this outreach for you so it could be like a surprise for you instead of, uh, yeah, you guys doing it on your own. Regardless, you guys, by far, it's not even close. You get the Twippy in advance for the best merch company that also happens to have a podcast. So congrats, guys. I'm looking forward to coming on again and adding to my merch collection. I'm assuming that it is one item per appearance. So, uh, yeah, my wardrobe is is open and ready for more goodies. Take care, boys. Congratulations, Scott, and not my brother Josh, on episode 50 of the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. By far the best podcast hat in the business, and the show's not too shabby either. Here's to another 50, and congrats again. I want to point out something really quick. Jeff and Martin took longer than Roger's Rogers clip. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, Roger's episode, it was hilarious because... I think we asked him three questions and he just kept going. It, it was so much fun to interview him. And actually, uh, so we have a small text uh, stream behind the scenes and uh, Josh uh, was looking for someone who had an Eldorado. And I reached out and I said, Hey, I, I have a friend who has an Eldorado. He's like, okay, so they're making a show about my dad and I need to have someone video how it reacts when it tilts. So uh, th- that was just kind of interesting. Just, random thing. I was like, okay, well, I'll reach out. And he said he'd, he'd get it to me soon. So that's, uh, I didn't know they were making a show about Roger. So that'll be a lot of fun. I, I, 
I think a lot of people still have no idea that one pinball is still around and two, that pinball was illegal at some point. Oh yeah. Well, what was cool too is, um, Tucson pinball podcast. I don't know if you've ever listened to him, but he reached out to us shortly after and was like, dude, I've always wanted to interview Roger. How did you get a hold of him? And we're like, we were more than happy to help him out. And then he just had, he had Roger on shortly after that. And it was, it was awesome, you know? And so if, if you haven't checked out Tucson, go check him out. He's, he's a good guy. And uh, it just, it was fun. It started snowballing (laughs) and I don't know how I'm, I'm going to say right now. I don't know how Zach Manny does it. I don't know how, like even at Orbital Albert and, and Kaneda, all those guys that do a weekly or even more in a week podcast, because we do it two, you know, once every two weeks or whenever. Like we don't usually go out past for three weeks of a recording, but it just, I, I cannot imagine doing every week and i know when we first started this i told you like i wanted to do every week the first the pilot episode was one week and then the next week i had you on and you're like dude let's do every other week and then go from there <laughs> and i'm really glad that you said that because like i'm it's, it's a lot it is a ton of work and and i feel like the every two weeks is perfect i look forward to recording every two weeks it's just it's a blast it, it feels like there's uh I feel like we can give a better take on things as opposed to manufacturing information, uh, which sometimes happens. As we know, uh, there are weeks in pinball where nothing really happened. And so this has been a very uh, lucky calculation that we just said, well, let's try this and see what happens. And it's really worked out for us. Well, that was kind of the other thing behind when COVID hit, hit, you know, they had to lock everything down. We're like, well, there's like no news. So what do we do? And it was, it was just perfect having uh, the sharp trifecta and all that jazz. Right. It just it, it worked perfectly. So. Yeah, and in, in the future, I do want to. Uh, we actually, um, so uh, uh, Roger Roger Sharp has a stepson who he actually worked in the Broadway Arcade. I did contact him a few months ago, and he he sent me a, a phone call, and I, we haven't had a chance to work it in, but we are looking forward to uh, talking to him and finding out about the Broadway arcade time, because in some ways uh, we work in an interview, Steve Epstein, but uh, unfortunately he, he passed away uh, unexpectedly. And so we weren't able to get him on, but it's, it's one snapshot of a history of pinball, that iconic Broadway arcade that, uh, that we really want to bring back into people's memory to tell, yeah, this is how it was in the seventies and eighties, the Broadway arcade. Well, and celebrities played there. I mean, Matthew Broadwick and it just, there's a big list that goes on and on. It just, if you were in New York, you were shooting a show, you needed to take a break. You walked down to Broadway and you, and you played a game and it's just awesome. It still just kind of blows me away how cr- crazy expensive that real estate would have been for an arcade. <laughs> it, it's in New York. It's like a walk in. It's like, yeah. And that's crazy. But I mean, Man, we did so many interviews. Okay, this was this was after COVID hit. You ready for this? Yeah. So like I said, Doug Doug Polka, Josh Kugler, we did the Sharp Trifecta, Dwight Sullivan, Mark Silk, Butch Pill, Dennis Creasel, and Zach Manny, Jeff Teolis and Martin Robbins, Jeremy Packard, Jack Danger, and Ray Day, and Keith Elwin again. And that's not including we had other shows where we just talked it was us. I mean, we kind of packed it in for the last six months. We've we've had a blast doing this and it's, it's really cool that people have said, sure, you know, and it was cool having Doug Polka on to 
give us kind of a behind the scenes of, of Papa and what goes on at Pittsburgh. You know, for someone like me that has always wanted to go, and, and sadly, we'll have to wait to see what the future holds. But it was cool to see and and feel kind of what they go through behind the scenes there at Papa. And it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and again, ho- hope. Well, yeah, and hopefully they'll be able to uh, resurrect that in some new form in the future. Uh, we all know that that uh, you know Pinberg and Papa are on indefinite hiatus, and we'll see what the new iteration will happen. So, but I mean, we have met so many people over this past past year, and it's just been cool to go out and and hang out with these people. Better, you know, not physically, but get those surely temples that we keep are getting promised. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and, uh, that's next time we hang out or the first time we hang out with, uh, with slam tilt, uh, we'll be able to uh, pick their brains on classic sterns because obviously they're the ones who drove up all the prices on the classic sterns. Yes. What, what interview stood out to you in the last six months? <sighs> oh, you know what? Interviewing, uh, interviewing Keith and Raymond together because it was interesting seeing behind the scenes on both of them, because I, I am, uh, I am unapologetically in love with Avengers. It is, it's a super addictive game and I love playing it and hearing their takes on it. Well, this is what our thought process is and this is how it works. And it was so much fun to get the interact, the interaction because I had so much information built up that it was, it was such an easy conversation. And I loved hearing the, the behind the scenes. And when Keith said, yeah, you're doing that mode wrong. You're, you're actually, you're doing exactly opposite. You're supposed to hit the shot worth of mind control. And I was like, oh, I totally didn't, didn't think about that. I thought I was supposed to release the mind control before I hit it. So just little things like that. And because my brain doesn't work like them, it was just fascinating to see behind the scenes on, hey, what do you do when you're designing a machine and when you're laying out the rules and trying to find that balance of the casual player, the person who has $1 and just wants to play a game versus the person who wants to buy the game and know the rules so in depth that they will play it all the time. Like that is a crazy balance that they were able to do. Uh, and, and the fact that they're so easy to talk to, it made it, it, it made it a dream. What about you? I think the Mark Silk interview is what oh, stood out the most okay. to me. Okay. Mark, I actually consider Mark more as a buddy. <laughs> because oh, yeah. it, it didn't seem like interviewing him about pinball. It was, again, Mark is so funny in real life. And he, we have had conversations where, you know, it's, it's like Saturday afternoon and he calls like, hey, how are you guys doing? And so we'll talk for hours. So in some ways, I don't really consider Mark as in the same uh, category as like a pinball interview, because it just seems like I am calling my good friend <laughs> yep. and I, I need a pickup and he has way more energy than anyone will ever know. Well, and the funny part too is, is I know we've discussed this before, but like I had a dentist appointment right in the middle that I had totally forgotten about and trying to, trying to do that episode and I cut pieces out, but there was parts where you guys were giving me crap because you, you, you're like, Josh, are you still there? And I had my mouth full and I was like, 
<laughs> and so I'll never forget that. And then it was even funnier because then I got home and out of all the interviews, my wife's like, it's just pinball, right? Like, whoop-de-doo. And then when I told her Mark Silk did the voice of Johnny Bravo, that was her favorite cartoon growing up. That was like, she's a huge Elvis fan because her grandma instilled that into her. And so Johnny Bravo is kind of like the Elvis, you know. And so when I told her that, she's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why did you get your teeth taken care of right now? You were talking to Johnny Bravo, yeah. you know? No, it's, so. it's really – so there's ways I look at it. You know, I look at the designer uh, interviews and I look at – uh, people who are also in in whatever you categorize the pinball media, we talk to them. And then you talk about the historical figures of the game. And then you talk about the business figures of the game. And I, I put Mark in a category of his own because yes. he is the fun, positive, super enthusiastic fan that we are that also has a specific set of talents that can translate to being in a game. And I do smile every time I am playing turtles and he's telling me shoot the right ramp. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I always like, I always smile. Hey Mark, how you doing? Yep. And we've met, we've met tons of people within that time. We were on slam tilts with the, the, the cluster episode. Yeah. The cluster <laughs> the buck. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if I want to say the word cause it's too close, but, well, but V-U-K. Uh, okay. Vertical, vertical up kicker. Yes. 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 Yeah. That, that's so, exactly what they're trying to do. We're, we're going to verticalize this. Yes. We're going to cluster all together and up kick you, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and we've gotten to know those guys recently and just, it's been awesome. It's been awesome to run into people like, who I've got here on my list, you know, Zombie Yeti, he, mm-hmm. Slam Till, super awesome pinball show. I swear we talked to Franchi and Christian at least once or twice a week. Uh, you know, it, you know, it's been so nice too because I I talk to Christian even behind the scenes, maybe a little more just because of our common anesthesia uh, thing. So, we'll we talk uh, about funny things in anesthesia about fifty percent of the time, and then uh, they are crazy amazing at making their own pinball toppers. So I was trying to figure out like, Hey, I want a pinball topper for this. And, and they sent they sent us a picture of what they did for their guns and roses pinball topper. And it, it looked like a work of art. Yes. It was crazy good. And I, I actually uh, mentioned uh, to Sarah, who's Mrs. Pin who check out her podcast too. Hilarious. Um, make sure the kids are not in the car. Um, yes. But I was like, man, she went all out and she said, oh, no, that was Christian. <laughs> so, so you know, I, whereas uh, Mrs. Penn, maybe uh, maybe Crafterella, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Penn, uh, he's got some mad Crafterella skills himself. So I want to showcase this is kind of going to be our last big clip. This is this is people we've met. This is people that listen. Like, I want to give out a shout out to not even the pinball personalities, like people like Tim Lee, Glenn Watcher, Landon Orr. Naomi Shed. I mean, there's just people that we have met through this hobby that we appreciate. Like, you don't have to be a pinball personality for us to be like, you guys are awesome. And and everyone I just mentioned, and even more, I know like you've talked about Tony Murphy and like Brad Hunter was just a dude you met on Pinside. It wasn't that he knew our podcast. So this final clip I'm going to play, well, not the final, but this is kind of a combination of everyone that we've met uh 
and and people that we talked to. Yeah, and 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 I'll give a shout out too to Timothy Purcell. Uh, talk to him behind the scenes too. Uh, genuinely good guy. He's the one with the Pinball Loft blog, and it's been really fun just seeing uh, what they've what the hobbyists do because there's so many really invested people who are involved in the hobby without being involved in like podcasting. So it's been, it's been genuinely uh, a soul enriching experience to be able to hear and interact with these people. And I have considered that over the last two years, I have increased my pinball friend pool uh, exponentially. And it's been such a great experience. So really shout out to everybody who even takes time to, to shoot me a message on Facebook or in, in Josh and I, and just, I have really enjoyed that we have become friends throughout this entire experience. And it's really gotten me through this year. I agree. Okay, here we go. Hello, pinball land. You know, I'm, I'm sitting here in my bunker, deep, deep underground, working hard every day, trying to save pinball from a pandemic. And I'm thinking from this seat, Scott and Joshua are not loser kids. No, I, I think that, you know, they're cool kids. I think they should rename their podcast, the cool kids podcast. Cause, cause you know, that would make more sense anyway. Happy holidays, and I hope everyone's staying safe and healthy. Um, take care. Hey, Jason and Scott. This is your favorite pinball artist, Zombie Eddie. So I just wanted to reach out and wish you loser kids a hearty and merry congratulations for your 50th episode. I don't recall having a better time talking with two pinball podcasters with your names than when I was on your podcast, rambling and using words. Also, I got that hat you sent me. And my head is way too large, physically, not mentally. So if I had to fault your podcast uh, during this two-year run, it would probably be the lack of Yeti-sized headwear. Otherwise, you guys should be proud. And I look forward to coming on again when the next project drops and everyone hates it. By the way, I assume this will meet our agreed-upon quota of back-scratching so that we can finally be even? Uh, just let me know. Thanks. Ah, one gin and tonic to go, and this guy is all set to record the show, buddy. I'm just getting my notes together here. I think we're all set. I'm ready when you are. Oh, sh We forgot to record that thing for the loser kids. Oh, dude, that's right. We have to do that. Yeah. Well, let's just wing something really quick. I'll hit record. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. And... Recording. Hey, all you pinball rock stars out there, this is Christopher Franchi. And Dr. Penn from the Super Awesome Pinball Show. And we want to congratulate our pals Scott and Josh on the 50th episode of the Loser Kids Pinball Podcast. That's right, Christian. Congrats and all the best, guys. Here's to another 50. Cheers. Cheers. And cut. Hey, are these guys going to make it to our Super Elite Awesome Podcasters Club on Friday night? I don't know, man. I hope so. Hey, will you pass me the Grey Poupon? Sure. Here you go, buddy. More Louis Trey? Oh, of course. Thank you. Why do we have to do this again? You're the one that said you want to do this. Yeah, but uh, I, gu I guess we have to do this, don't we? Yes, I think we do. What kind of name is Loser Kid, anyway? Well, I would want to be a loser. I'm a loser. You're a loser. He's a loser. She's a loser. Wouldn't you like to listen to Loser Kid Podcast, too? Yeah, don't do that during the actual take.
Oh, come on. All right, all right. Ready? Here we go. Hi there. I'm Ron Hallett. And Bruce Nightingale. From the Slam Till Podcast. Oh, my. And congratulations, Loser Kid, on 50 episodes. Here's hoping 50 more. Hell yeah. And one of these days, we'll even get you on one of our episodes of Slam Till Podcast. Sure about that? Yeah, maybe not. Okay. Uh, congratulations. Yay. Good job, guys. Hey, Josh and Scott. It's Jeff from This Week in Pinball. Huge congratulations on 50 episodes. Always enjoy your podcast and looking forward to hopefully hanging out in person soon. You guys have the best hats and shirts in the business, and I, I wear mine all the time. I'm still not sure that Aquabats is a great theme for a pinball machine, but anyway, here's to 50 more, guys. Thank you for all that you do. Hey, this is David Dennis from Silverball Chronicles. Well, we all remember that during the great pinball podcast purge of January 2020, pinball podcasting became a dreary, uninhabited land of sadness, much like Utah. But unlike Utah, the podcasting landscape still had one team which was a vibrant and intelligent one, the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. Josh and Scott, I can't believe you find the time to record thoughtful and fun interviews from some of the industry's top talent in between getting yelled at by your nine wives. That was a Mormon joke, by the way. Thanks a bunch for doing what you do and doing it at the caliber that you do. All of the trees in Arizona may lean north because Utah sucks, but the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast doesn't. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Moppy, one of our favorite pinball podcasts is celebrating 50 episodes. Isn't that swell? The Parman's Pinball Podcast? No, silly. Our pals Josh and Scott at the Loser Kids Pinball Podcast. Gosh, I sure do love their positive outlook on pinball, and I hear they're pro puppet, too. So anyway, from me, Moppy, and the rest of the gang, congrats on your 50. We sure think you're nifty. We're hoping for 50 more. Hey there, Josh and Scott. It's Over to Albert here of the Pinball Nerds Podcast. I just wanted to congratulate you on 50 episodes of the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. And of those 50 episodes, I think you've had Keith Elwin on, what, 48, 49 times? So uh, the only thing I could say is maybe leave Keith Elwin to go on some other podcasts just from time to time. Just once in a while. Let him let him come on the other shows as well. I'm just razzing you boys. Absolutely love you guys. Love what you're doing. From everyone here on my homestead, from Luke and Leia, my goats, to Drop Target Danielle, my wonderful wife, even to little Orby Jr., and... Hurry up, Hayden. All of us here, congratulations on 50 episodes, and I can't wait to hear the next 50. Cheers. Nick Lane from Buffalo Pinball here to say congrats to Loser Kid Pinball Podcast for their 50th episode and two years of podcasting. Nicely done, guys. Here's to many more years, because if the world needs one thing right now, it's more pinball podcasts. Hey, guys. This is Landon Orr from Raleigh, North Carolina, former member of the Salt Lake Area Pinballers. Well, congrats. I can't believe it's been two years and 50 episodes already. 
Y'all are my favorite pinball podcasts, and I listen to far too many of those. I love your upbeat positivity and really love your honesty, especially when it comes to Deep Root. Being positive while still being honest is a rare combination pinball, and you guys have nailed it. It's what keeps me coming back. Well, congrats again, and here's to another 50 episodes. What's up, guys? Kerry Hardy here on the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. Now, since this may be the only time you hear me on the show, I'm going to milk it like Stern milks the Star Wars license. So buckle up, we got 10 minutes of this shit. Kidding. Instead, we're going to treat it like a topper and make it limited. I thoroughly enjoy listening to your show and interviews when I should be listening to the soul-crushing Zoom meetings at work. Congrats to Joshua and Scott on reaching their 50th episode, and here's to 50 more. Peace out. Hey, Loser Good Pinball Podcast. This is Gamma Goat. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Congratulations on 50 episodes. All right, that should do. Uh, wow. Can't believe they're still on that whole Aquabats thing. Who thinks Aquabats is a good theme for a pinball machine? I, I know that, uh, actually, uh, you're right. In true loser fashion, we are throwing our own party. But I will say, it's been a lot of fun hearing the people talk about that they have enjoyed interacting with us, enjoyed listening to us. and I. That actually makes me happy to say that what we have done uh, means something to someone else. Well, I still feel like the little kid, like the new kids on the block. Like I still look up to everyone. I still don't think we're like professionals at all. And maybe we're not. We're not. We're not. I guess we're not. So, (laughs) but I still look up to the others, and like it's it's still cool that like like Nick Lane of Buffalo Pinball sent us a message, and and you know Puppet Pals. I was not expecting that. Yeah, Puppet. And well, Macho, Macho's awesome. Yeah. Okay. All these, again, I kind of Carrie partition Hardy, all these yes. people. Carrie Hardy's great. And, and really uh, everybody who sent it out, uh, actually David Dennis, he sent me uh, a, uh, because I was mocking a little bit about the, uh, the ketchup chips. He actually sent me a bag of ketchup chips so I can try it out. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, and I actually tried them, and, and I, I will say it tastes a little bit like astronaut food. Uh, what I would imagine astronauts would eat with uh, a dried uh, French fry with some dried ketchup on it. It's it's still good, uh, but I think I'll still take my Doritos. That that that's the uh, that's the American equivalent, I guess. Well, and I'm doing another Canadian tradition on my side. Or Orbital Albert says you've got to drink. 60% chocolate milk mixed with 40% eggnog. And I've got to huh. say, my I, I I know there's a lot of division of eggnog out there. People think you either A, throw it in the trash or, or drink it till you pass out. I'm the kind of person that my only downfall with eggnog is it's like 750 calories for half a pint. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I drink one cup of eggnog a year and I love eggnog, but that one cup really takes me throughout the year. So I, I'm good. So you gotta try. You've at least gotta try the chocolate okay. milk. Okay. Is it warm or cold? I, you gotta do it cold. I did it cold. Okay. Uh, check it out on. I think it's his podcast episode where he talked about we were like his third favorite or something like that. He just oh. recently did. Right. Um, but he gives the whole. If you want to do true Canadian style, you have to like slightly sour the milk and all that jazz. I seriously just went to the convenience store, bought a one percent chocolate milk and yeah. the eggnog, and, and drank. Uh, you know, forty percent of the chocolate milk, and then dumped my my eggnog in with oh the there you go do, do you have to listen to rush while you're doing it because i'd be all for that it's fine it is optional yeah. uh but it's not it's not mandatory so okay okay 
And I gotta say, I love David Dennis. I know that we've got the joke a couple of times, though. But the okay, no, okay. Wives. Full disclosure: I only have five. You okay? We jokingly, my wife's best friend, we we call her our second wife there because we're from Utah, and you know that's the joke. So, hey, no, it's it's actually good. I I I'm from Pioneer Heritage. I had polygamous with my ancestors, so it's totally fair game. I totally get it. Well, and the other one that made me laugh too is when he's like, "And all the trees." north because we... <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. was great exactly no it was awesome but no really thanks everyone this is I, we may be throwing our own party but you know what it's totally it's totally appropriate yep. so. and, and and i'm totally not kidding i am actually such a slacker at sending stuff off I'm going to outsource those to Josh because Josh is actually on top of that. So I'm going to send him some of the swag and let him actually distribute some of the hats because I've been promising people hats for about two months and I have sorely under sent them. So you're good, man. You're good. So we'll get it taken care of. I know that. Um, and, and like Glenn needs his swag back too. So we'll, we'll get you taken care of. Like we're not, we have not forgotten. We haven't forgotten. Him, I, I have a list. I do have a list. It's been kind of busy at the hospital. Well, I want to do one final clip. I know we played this on the Ray Day episode, but like Tim Lee, Glenn Watcher, you guys knocked this out of the park. I love your guys' podcast of Genius episode. I'm going to hurry and throw this in here, and then we'll, we'll wrap some stuff up and, and, and say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and all that jazz. So, Poor Man's Tribe presents Podcasts of Genius. Podcasts of Genius. Today we salute you, nicest pinball podcast in the universe. It's a music kid pinball podcast. You could be like other podcasters and rip other shows, dropping F-bombs, trying to be cool. But you stinkers know your swag is better than theirs. Only champions wear their beanies. Sometimes you want to give the middle finger, but you just give them that pointy finger, because you're from Utah. Just don't bring up deep roots. Sure, you might not win a Twippy by being nice, but you can lay your heads on that comfy pillow at night knowing your logo is on a pinball machine. So get in and true. So mix yourselves a couple of Shirley Temples, loser kids, because you'll always be winners with us. These guys always get the best interviews. Okay. That is by far. I, I want to make that as my callback on the on the ringtone when people call me. Yes, I totally agree. And you know what? <laughs> they say we might not win Twippy for nicest podcast, but you know, yeah. now mm. that the, the voting system is three. Yeah, two, yeah. We, you know, we could we could win it at least. We could be solid second. Yeah, there's no. We, we could we could get the Josh Sharp Award. <laughs> I will take that award any day. <laughs> Love you, Josh. <laughs> but seriously, guys, thank you for sticking around with us for two years now. We this this is our final episode, uh, and so we wanted to go out with a bang. We're we're signing out. We figured that uh, everybody else made it to a hundred and then signed out, so we're going to do fifty and just call it good. Yep, we're going to call it good. Oh, oh, I've got on my notes right here. Final episode of of 2020 oh okay. oh oh okay, oh, okay. Yeah, no yeah. no it's fine you know we we may actually sneak one in uh it, you know the the week of uh you know the week of uh new year's new year's so maybe we'll see what happens but uh yeah yeah, man. yeah i'm taking a vacation next week i'm actually uh gonna 
take a little time with the family. We haven't done anything this year, so this will be a lot of fun. So uh, it will be a week from pinball, but uh, I will enjoy it. So I got to ask you, what is your holiday wishes? You know, for not only this time of year, but also New Year's and, and the hobby going into 2021. Okay, for the hobby... Uh, my holiday wish is that everybody gets vaccinated and then we can actually start doing pinball again. Pinball really is a social sport. Uh, I, I totally love playing the pinball at home, but I have way more fun when I'm with people. Uh, and this has been a great outlet for me to talk uh, to people on the podcast. But really, I enjoy getting together with people. And I, I want... 2021 to be a lot more like 2019 in that when we had events, we had people together, we had, we had bars that weren't struggling. We had, uh, or, or any sort of arcade that they could actually feel, uh, people would feel safe to go and play. And that's really my big wish. My big wish is let's do a reboot. Let's everybody, uh, play safe safely. And if anything's out there, throw a mask on, Purell it up and go ahead and flip, uh, send some money their way. But really, I just want it to be back to uh, everybody making money in their vocation again and feeling safe and connecting on a human level as opposed to a digital level. That that would be my wish. What's yours? Mine for the hobby is that those that have been affected by this, that they were able to recover that whether it be sickness wise your business um location play whatever it may be that you mail to not only live a happy life in this coming year along with pinball but also that it's a healthy one that you'll be able to know that people around you love you and that um this this hobby truly is awesome it may be a niche hobby but I feel like it's family. Um, I feel like when we get together and hang out, it's it's truly like going back to a family reunion. And so my wish is that 2020 only gets better, that we don't have a repeat. Or sorry, 2021 gets better, that we don't have a repeat of 2020. Yeah. And, and as we've said before, I, I know there are people who are emotionally struggling, emotionally hurting, and just like any other part of your body, your brain and your psyche, they need help too. And so if you need like, feel like you need help, please go ahead and talk to someone. Uh, it's just, it's just like any other organ in the body is that if your gallbladder sick or your heart sick or anything like that, your lungs, you need to seek out the people who you can talk to. And if you feel like there's any sort of thing holding you back on that, but it's still affecting your life, I mean, Take charge. Uh, take that step and reach out. Try to try to find some way of getting back to to you and getting back to healing. Yep. Uh, one final thing, a friend of the podcast, Kate Martin. If you haven't reached out to her, send her a little note. Tell her that you're thinking of her. She tore her meniscus, and she is out of work for the rest of the year. She is stuck at home doing nothing, and so hit her up. Watch a show with her on Netflix whatever it may be, send her some Taco Bell. I know that she enjoys I want you Taco to send, Bell. Send her pictures of Taco Bell tacos. That's what I want you to do. Uh, so just, I, I don't know, just go ahead and just drop her like an Instagram post or a Facebook messenger and just 
send her send her some taco tacos. She'll love that. So seriously, everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And we appreciate everything that you guys have done for us. You know, we love talking to you. Can't wait to do another fifty more episodes. Yeah, and uh and save up and hopefully uh buy that next dream machine to tell us what you get and uh, drop us a drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you guys bought and why you bought it and what's your favorite game right now. And totally not kidding, we will get the swag out. Uh, I'm a slacker. I'm a loser kid. We will get the swag out. Swag you're out. good. You're good, Captain. I was going to say, my dream machine came in, Avengers Premium, and I can't open it till Christmas. So yeah. be thinking of me and your Christmas wishes because I'm ready to play some of Avengers goodness. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you got, you got uh, what, uh, nine days left. Yes. Or 11 days left, I guess. Depending, huh? we're, we're recording on the 14th, so. Yes. So, well, awesome. Thank you, Scott. Like, honestly, it's been awesome having you along for this ride. And it just, it's great to have a co host that's kind of on the same level. And uh, seriously, man, you're awesome. It's a low level, but it's the same. So I appreciate that too. <laughs> and all the times you let me crash at your house. So there you go. Th- thanks, Josh. I appreciate it. I, and I appreciate you. T- cheers to you. Thank you. Let's wrap this up. Let's where where can people find us, Scott? Uh, hey, the easiest place to find us is on Facebook, uh, just because every uh, everybody in our demographic uh, tends to be on Facebook. But uh, Josh uh, runs the Twitter. He runs the uh, the Instagram or the Instaface or the Snap, whatever. Uh, kind of reach out. Every, you know what, Josh? Why don't you say what you run? <laughs> We're on Facebook at Loser Kid Pinball. And we're also on Twitter and Instagram. Um, I am messing around with TikTok at the moment. I really don't know if I want to do anything with it. But you can find us on there if you really want to. Um, it just, yeah. Fastest way to get a hold of us is to send us a message on Instagram. On, uh, on Facebook, yes. And, and the more that I'm on TikTok, the more I'm like, why the crap was this even invented? So You know, I think, I, I think I'm just too old. I don't get it. Same, same here. So, but no, if you want to reach out to us, that's the places to do it. Also, if you're more of an email person, loserkidpinballpodcast at gmail.com. We will reveal some of the swag we've come out with as well. I know we talked about some stuff a couple episodes ago, but it'll probably be after the beginning of the new year. We'll, we'll hit it hard. So, okay. Well, you guys have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and let's all stay safe. And we'll meet up at the next uh, pinball gathering. I agree. Happy Christmas, Hanukkah. Exactly.